People may spend their whole lives climbing the ladder of success, only to find, once they reach the top, that the ladder is leaning against the wrong wall. Thomas Merton. Welcome to Retirement Ship, your mentor to and through retirement. I'm your host, Freeman Lindy, Certified Financial Planner. Today we are continuing on in a short mini-series on the rest of our lives. Most of this podcast, of course, is focused on finances, personal finances, and how to improve those. But that is just one of seven domains of life. We covered the seven last week, as well as introducing a concept called the victorious cycle. That is, that we can have more success in all seven domains of life by having success in those seven domains. They all feed off each other. And instead of living in a vicious cycle where poor health leads to poor performance in relationships, which leads to other areas that suffer, we can be successful in all areas and success in one breeds success in another. We want to continue on with that this week as we wind down this year and look to a new year in 2022 and discuss how do we actually start a victorious cycle? How do we start improving each of our areas of our life in order to improve all of them? In order to begin a victorious cycle and to achieve success in all domains of life, we need three things, a vision, targets, and goal. That's what we're going to talk about today, these three keys to starting a victorious cycle. Vision, inspiring life change, targets, significant life change, and goals, achievable life change. We're going to look at each and how they all fit together and how we need all three of them in order to start a victorious cycle and live the lives we truly want. That's all coming up on the Retirement Mentorship Podcast. Victorious Cycle, Vision, Targets, and Goals. If we want to live the life that we truly want to live, to have success in a way that we define success and not in the way that the world defines it for us, we must first know what exactly is the life that we want to live. Media, advertising, entertainment constantly tells us the life we think we're supposed to live what we think we should want. Many of us don't actually know what we truly want because we've never spent the time to put it down on paper, on purpose, and figure out what do we, what do I individually really want out of life? How do I find success? What does success mean to me? If I were to live my ideal life, what would that even look like? How can we really get success in life? How can we live the life we want if we don't even know what we want? And part of understanding what we want is setting vision, targets, and goals. What do we really want out of life? And so let's look at all three of these and then then why we need all three in order to live the life that we want. First, vision, inspiring life change. Your vision is what you truly want out of life. And I think it comes in two forms. First, your vision statement. Live out of identity. I'll say that again. Your vision statement. Live out of identity. This is a key piece 
that when we live, when we make decisions, we don't simply think about where we want to be in the future, but we live as if we are already there. There's a whole bunch of mental science and mental studies on this about how when people live out of identity, when we live out of who we want to be, who we, and, and as if we already are there, live as if we are already successful in these areas and think that way that we are more likely to achieve this. One of, I think, the great examples of this is in Atomic Habits, where he points out a, an example of when someone is trying to quit. And let's say that you have two people that are trying to quit smoking, and they're both outside on a break, and someone else who's a smoker comes out and offers them both a cigarette. And the first person says, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. But the second person says, no thanks, I'm not a smoker. They're both in the same place, but who do you think is more likely to actually quit smoking? Someone who's living in the identity of someone who's constantly trying to quit smoking or someone who's living out of an identity that I'm not a smoker. I don't smoke not because I'm trying to quit, but I don't smoke because I'm not a smoker. The identity changes and then the behavior changes after that. One of the pastors at my church is fond of saying that we often get it wrong when people come to church, for example. That often people think that they need to behave and then maybe eventually they can belong and then eventually believe in God and in Christianity or whatever. And that we have that backwards. The point is not to behave first and then we believe and belong, but first that you belong and then you believe, and then you behave. That the behavior follows your belonging and your belief. Who you are, what you believe, where you belong, shapes then how you behave. And so often we get that wrong, right? We don't go to the gym, or we go to the gym because we think we want to become fit. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to do whatever. Versus, hey, I am strong. I am a strong person. And what strong people do is they go to the gym. Right? I am a good father. And what good fathers do is spend time with their children. I am a good husband. And good husbands cherish their wives. Having a vision statement, a, an identity that you live out of, shapes the way that you act. And ultimately, your behaviors, your actions, will conform to how you believe that you live. And so one of the most important things you can do to inspire life change, to, to, to live a life that you truly want, is to have a vision statement for each area of life. What is the vision you are trying to live out in that area? Do a separate bonus episode on my examples for all these different vision targets, goals, so you can get some examples of this, but this episode would be too long if I take time to give you examples of all of them now. So stay tuned for that bonus episode. In the meantime, having a statement for each area of life, a vision statement about how you live, how you see yourself, what is your identity for that area, and then live out of that identity versus constantly trying to live up to an identity. So the first part of vision, of inspiring life change, is to have a vision statement. And then the second part is having a 10-year vision. Begin with the end in mind. 
You've probably heard of, if you haven't read, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. It's one of the most popular books of all time. It is an excellent book, and you should read it if you haven't. But that's one of the seven habits. Begin with the end in mind. If you are going to do something, know how you want it to end, and that will inform how you begin it. That's the whole point of the opening quote. If you spend your whole life climbing this ladder of success only to find out that it's leaning against the wrong wall, that's not success, right? If your version of success, whether you knew it or not, was to become the CEO of a company at all costs, and you didn't realize it was going to cost you two marriages and your health and your relationship with God along the way, was that truly the vision that you would have strived for? Is that the ladder you would have climbed if you knew that that's what it would cost? So we need to begin with the end in mind, what would we want, ideally, our life to look like in 10 years? Not just in one area, but in all domains of life. What do we want our relationship with God to look like in 10 years? What do we want our relationship with our kids and with our spouse to look like in 10 years? What do we want our mindset to be in 10 years, our our vocational aspirations? What do we want our work and career to look like in 10 years? Every single domain, all seven should have a 10-year vision, and this obviously takes time. It takes time to, to, to sit down and think, what would I really want my life to look like if I could design it in any way that I want? And here's the other piece, and this applies to all of them. For so many of us, when we miss some goal or miss some mark, we just throw out the whole thing. But we can iterate over time. Getting something down as a vision doesn't have to be the end vision that you even pursue, let alone the one that you achieve. It may and it will adapt over time. But having some vision, something that you are striving for, some ideal in each of these areas, putting something down will help you live toward it. So I'm in a 10-year vision beginning with the end in mind. At the end, we'll give you a tool to help you with all these things, so stay tuned to the end. But in the meantime, let's keep working through all of these different areas. So vision, inspiring life change is the first key. That includes a vision statement about the identity that you're living out now and a 10-year vision of the ideal that you want your life to be in 10 years so that you can begin with the end in mind. The second piece is targets, significant life change. Now, having a 10-year vision is great, but there's a lot that happens between now and 10 years from now. Perhaps you have a vision for your life and it's really inspiring. It's something that you really want to do. But if you don't have some targets between now and then, you'll, you'll never achieve that. We need something out there that will allow us to achieve that vision. And so while a vision is often a 10-year vision or maybe you have even like a three-year vision or a five-year vision, I would just start with 10. You can do this a million different ways. But if you've never done this before, just start with a 10-year vision. Where do you want your life to look like in 10 years? Then targets are a milestone that is a significant jump towards that end vision, right? It's a goal that if achieved would materially improve your life in that time frame. And so often these might be anywhere from three months to 36 months from, from, you know, a few months to a few years out in the future. What would be a milestone that you would need to hit in order to achieve that vision? So, for example, if you're young and one of your visions is to have 
a family, but you don't have any kids yet, one of your targets might be to have uh, your first child in a few years. Or perhaps your your vision, your 10-year vision is to be retired. And so one of your targets might be certain retirement goals along the way that you would need to hit in order to be able to retire. Each domain of life will have a vision for it. And then each vision needs these targets, these significant milestones that allow us to stay on track toward the end vision. Because 10 years is way too long to have nothing in between. And then the last one are goals. And this is achievable life change. Right, even a, even a, a target that's three years out that might present a great milestone on your way to your vision, but you're gonna need something between then and now to make sure you're on track to hitting your targets. And so we need goals, achievable life change, which will be in the middle. And my favorite, my favorite goals are goals that are three months or less. Right, they're just a few weeks. Or, or no more than at the very longest a goal would be 12 months. Although that might start getting into the territory of being a target. But having a goal that's 12 weeks or three months or a few weeks, those are the best kinds of goals because it needs to be something that's short enough that you can achieve it. Now, if your goal is, uh, work out one time, well, that's not really a goal, right? So if it's too little, if it's too small, then yes, it's obviously super achievable, but it's not really a goal, right? Wake up on time as a goal. Now, that's not a goal. That's a, that's, it's maybe the beginning of a habit or a tactic to reaching some other goal. But so goals that I think are right in that, that three month mark, I think is the ideal time frame for a goal. Now, both goals and targets will want to follow the smarter goal system. Right, you've probably heard of these smart goals or smarter goals, um, but it's very key. And so, if you haven't, let's just let's just run through these, and we'll give you short examples on what we mean by these. So, a smarter goal or target is a goal that is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time bound, empowering, and reviewed. That's a smarter goal. So, specific number one, your goal needs to be. Specific it needs to be something that you can write down and is not vague in any way. So, for example, a bad financial goal. Let's look at financial goals. A bad financial goal would be, quote unquote, be financially responsible. That's not a goal. It's a concept. It's not. It's vague. It's not specific at all. Uh, a better goal, it'd be improved anyways, would be to save money. Now, because there's lots of ways you can be financially responsible, but a specific portion of that would be to save money. Now, that's still not a good goal, but at least we're getting more specific. The, the ses- second aspect is measurable. Right? We need to be able to quantify your goal. Specific, clearly define your goal, and measurable, quantify your goal. And so save money is getting more specific, but it's still a bad goal because it's not it's not specific enough. It's not measurable. Save what amount of money? And so a better goal would be save $10,000 then we know exactly where we're at in relationship to the goal. If we've only saved $5,000, then we're halfway to the goal. If we've saved $12,000, then we've surpassed the goal. We can measure that and we can quantify that goal. Number three is achievable. Your goal should be realistic within the time frame given, right? And so if we're, if we're doing a three-month goal or quarterly goal, then you need to be able to do this within that time frame. And so 
If you have three months and in your situation, a bad goal might be save $80,000. There's no way with your income and your expenses that you would be able to save that in three months. Maybe you could over a few years, but if we're looking at a goal, a three-month goal, it needs to be achievable, right? Something that will stretch you that's not not guaranteed, right? Save $10 is also a bad goal because that's way too achievable, but something that is in the realm of possibility. So again, save $10,000 might be something that's achievable in three months for you. Number five is time-bound. The goal should have a specific due date, right? So not just save $10,000 in general, but save $10,000 by March 31st or by the end of week 13 of Q1. That's why, again, I like having goals that are quarterly. We'll talk about that next week and how we plan and execute some of these things. But if you have certain things on a on a quarterly schedule or on a certain amount of weeks, you can always just tune your goals to match that next time frame. Or you might have to select specific timeframes, but there needs to be some due date. Everybody does better with a due date. That's what school taught us, right? Is that if we had a due date for a paper, we would get it done. And most of us wouldn't even start the paper until the day before it was due. But if there wasn't a due date, we would never get it done at all. So having some kind of imposed due date on when we're trying to achieve the goal or target is absolutely mandatory. Now, that's the end of the SMART goal framework, but I don't think it's enough. And so we've expanded it, and other people have too, but we've expanded it to be a smarter goal framework because I think there's two more things that you need to really make goals that you will achieve. And that is E of smarter is empowering. Goals should connect with your vision, with your why. Why are we doing this? But if you just have some goal because you think you should, I want to get six-pack. Why? I want to get out of debt. Why? If you don't have it connected to your vision, to your greater why, you just will lose interest and motivation in achieving it. And so it needs to be connected back to your overall vision. So for instance, a good smarter goal along our lines is save $10,000 by September 30th to worry less about money and live more with my family. Perhaps the reason behind why you want to save it is because you're living paycheck to paycheck and you're constantly spending all your money and it's creating stress on the rest of your family and beginning to lead you down a vicious cycle of failure in in many areas. And so a good empowering reason why you might want to save $10,000 is so that you can worry less about money and have better quality time with your family. So it needs to be empowering. It needs to connect back to your vision. And then lastly, it needs to be reviewed. The last R in Smarter is reviewed. Goals should be written and reviewed often. So a bad goal would be save $10,000 by September 30th. Thought and forgot. Right? You thought it, you came up with it, and you're like, oh yeah, that would be a good goal. And then you completely forgot about it, and you spent the next three months on Facebook and watching TV and whatever else you normally do, and nothing changed. Right? Goals need to be written and reviewed often. And so a much better goal would be save $10,000 by September 30th and you have it written in your planner and reviewed weekly. Again, we'll cover a little bit more in tactics next week about how to better do this. But if you don't have this part, if it's not written and reviewed, you're going to forget everything, all the work that you did and nothing's going to change. 
And so we need to have, that's a critical last step to having any kind of goal that's achievable, significant, or inspiring is has to be written down and reviewed. Your vision, inspiring life change, your targets, significant life change, and you have goals, achievable life change. And this is why all three matter, right? If you only have one of them, it fails, right? So if you just have a vision, it might be inspiring, but you have no significant way to get there, no milestones and no miniature achievable goals that, that you can get there. So obviously you're just not going to, not going to achieve that. If you just have targets, maybe you have some significant milestone out there, but you don't know if your ladder is ultimately leaning against the right wall and you have nothing to connect you to that target. It's too far out. It's three years or 12 months or whatever it is. You just, you just don't achieve it because there's no steps in between. And if you only have goals and they're just short, you know, 12 week goals or, or whatever, but they're not connected to a greater target or a grander vision, then again, what, what's the point of working towards these goals if it's not leading to something better? So obviously if you only have one of those, they're not going to work, but you also need more than just two, right? If you have, if you have a vision, and a goal, right? I have the grand 10-year vision and I have some goals that I want to achieve right now, but no target that I'm missing that link between those. Missing that link that's really going to tie those short achievable goals to that grander vision. If I have goals and targets, but no vision, then I'm going to, I'm going to reach the wrong success. I might reach these milestones, but again, my ladder might be leaning against the wrong wall. And if I have a vision and targets, the 10-year vision and three-year goals or even annual goals, to try to reach that, but I don't have those shorter three month or quarterly goals or a few week goals or whatever, then I'm just never going to get started. There's just not enough juice to get it going. And so we need all three. And if you think about it as a Venn diagram, and if you go to retirementorship.com slash 46, it'll take you to the blog post for this where we actually have the Venn diagram. If you think about it as a Venn diagram, you need all three. And right in the middle, that's where success comes. When you've got your, your vision, your targets and your goals, and you're working toward all of those. That is when we get success. Now, obviously, it takes more than coming up with vision, your inspiring life change, where you want to be, the identity that you want to live in now, and the end vision that you want to achieve in 10 years. And you can have targets and you can have goals, and that's all great, but ultimately, you do have to work these. Right. And so we're going to cover that next week. How do we plan and execute these things? But we still need to have these things. They are critical. And so if you go to the blog post for this podcast, again, that's retirementorship.com slash 46. It'll take you to it. There's also a fillable form that you can use to create your vision, your targets and your goals for each area. And it, it walks you through. It's a, it has a brief uh, review of these areas as well as how to create smarter goals and smarter targets and it has the Venn diagram in there. And then for each domain of life gives you space to write your vision statement, how you're identifying your identity that you're trying to live out of right now, your 10 year vision, your targets and your goals. And so you can connect all those to it. And again, if this is all things that you want to be doing for the new year, this is not something that you can start on January 1st. This is something you need to be thinking about now. And so the great thing about their fillable PDFs, which means you can type in there and delete them and you can iterate on them and make them better. Or you can print them, fill them out, and then reprint them again and fill it out again 
as you refine and make your goals and vision and targets better. So go to retirementmentorship.com slash 46, download the template, start working on these. I would highly encourage you, if you have any paid time off left this year, to honestly take a day off of work and put in some hours doing this. It'll make you way more effective in everything else. We have one more episode on creating a victorious cycle, on creating a life that you want to live. And I think that will help you plan and execute how to do this. But I would encourage you to take some day off or to use one of the days off you already have, Christmas Eve, or maybe you have New Year's Day off, although again, it's kind of late. But do something that allows you to really spend the time and create the life that you want to live on paper so that you can start living it out in real life. Stay tuned too for a bonus episode on examples that from my personal life, my vision, targets, and goals, and how those might look. You can copy them if you want, a place to start, and then refine them as you adapt them closer to you. Uh, but hopefully that will be helpful to you as well. So again, stay tuned for that bonus episode on some examples. And stay tuned for next week when we cover how to plan and execute on a life that you truly want to live. See you next week. Thank you.